1: Rise above the sea of sameness and shop the Lincoln Corsair at Woodhouse Lincoln, the Omaha Metro's exclusive Lincoln dealer. The Lincoln Corsair has seating for five and integrated technology features that deliver the functionality you need. With an expressive aesthetic and luxurious interior, the Lincoln Corsair is quiet luxury, redefined. Visit us in-store off 144th and Giles Road at Woodhouse Place or online at woodhouselincoln.com.
0: Hey, Elizabeth, you're the co-host of that new podcast, Ridiculous Crime.
1: Why,
2: yes, I am.
3: You know what's ridiculous?
2: Yeah, carpeting in kitchens and bathrooms.
3: Oh, wow, you are good. But you know what's also ridiculous? A 16-year-old who breaks into a car dealership and steals Guy Fieri's Lamborghini. What? Yes, to impress a girl. I'll tell you all about it on
0: Ridiculous Crime, our podcast about absurd and outrageous capers, heist and cons. It's always 99% murder-free.
2: And 100% Ridiculous. Listen to Ridiculous Crime on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katherine Townsend, host of the true crime podcast, Hell and Gone. On October 30th, 2015, the Little Rock Police Department searched an abandoned car in a small residential park. The car belonged to 18-year-old Ebby Stepick. Ebby had vanished without a trace. I'm back in Arkansas. Trying to find out what really happened to Ebby Steppick. Listen to Helen Gone on the iHeart Radio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: What's up, everyone? I'm Will Fulton, and this is Thrillist Best Podcast. <laughs> Okay, really quick before we start, I want to thank you for listening, first of all, and secondly, if you have time, it would be truly excellent of you to subscribe to this pod and also leave a quick review wherever you listen. That stuff actually matters, and it really helps to spread this thing around, so it would be much appreciated on our end. All right, so you probably know this, but with everyone stuck inside, interest in board games has absolutely exploded, but even before all this happened, board game sales have increased upwards of 30% over the past half decade. Uh, These board games have evolved with modern times, now they rival the depth and variety of video games, or even prestige HBO dramas, uh, you could say, but not the really good ones like The Wire, like the mediocre ones, like True Blood, um, or Miss Fletcher. Anyway, the point is, more people than ever are playing board games, and there have never been more great games out there to try than right now, so... We're about to talk with Kyler Alvord. He's a writer for Thrillist and an avid board game player who has become our in-house expert. He's going to lay out some really good recs for games that you all should buy. Uh, You know, games if you like Risk or Clue or if you have big groups or small groups. He's going to lay it all out. And then I'm hopping on a Zoom call to play Codenames. You remember that game? Yeah, from your youth. With some Thrillist friends and three deliriously funny comedians, Matt Rogers, Langston Kerman, and Rachel Senat. But first up, we're calling Kyler. I'm with my reluctant co-host, Livin' Partner. And Thrillist Executive Travel Editor, Keller Powell. Here we go. Let's hop on. We're recording, Keller. Cool. Yo. Hey, what's up? What's up? How are you? Pretty good. How about you? Good. We got Keller over here.
2: Hi, Kyler.
4: Hello. How's it going?
2: Can you see me? Yeah. Look (laughs) at that mustache. I know. That is formidable. I,
4: I think it looks good. It looks like, it's it honestly, is, it looks so good, it looks kind of fake. You know what I mean? Like, you can just peel it off.
5: Yeah, it also has, like, a natural part. Yeah. I don't really, <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't use that, but it looks styled that way.
4: Right at the philtrum. Yeah. You wrote a piece about board games that really blew up, um... And I'm looking over this right now. I had no idea how far board games have come in, like, the past decade. Um, well, I'm stupid also, so that's part of the problem. But <laughs> what what made you want to write this? Are you, like, you are a big fan of board games, right?
5: Yeah, I definitely am. Well, and somehow, like, I've always just had friends who love board games. So I feel like game nights have been just a huge part of, like, every friend group for everywhere I've lived. So, like, I've bounced around between friend groups, and somehow that's been a constant. So... I think college is really the time that I played a ton I had roommates who collected them almost. We had like a huge bookshelf of board games and would try out all these new ones. And, um, that's when I started to like understand some of the more niche ones beyond like the classics that we all know.
4: That's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like right now it's never been, I, I haven't played any board games since I was like really a little kid. I missed out on all of these. (laughs) I really have. Yeah. Same. Um, So, like, on that note, we do want to, like, get your take on some comparisons between, like, classic games that uh, everybody might know and some new either variations or just some new riffs that kind of hit the same notes. Um, So, first off, we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but my favorite game of all time, my favorite board game is definitely Clue. Are there any modern board games that kind of have Clue vibes, like a murder mystery, but maybe take it to another level?
5: Yeah, there are definitely a few different ones. And I think the one that I, because I love Clue also, and I one of my favorite other games is Betrayal at House on the Hill. And it's one that has come out in the 21st century. So it's definitely newer. Okay, um, And it's not quite the same type of gameplay, um, but it has similar themes in that you're in a creepy house, you're exploring different rooms. Um, there's like a library, things like that, where you can move between. Um, but it's just a lot more involved than Clue. Um, So if you like kind of that creepy mystery vibe and love like a good horror movie and want to translate that to your board game playing, um, I think this is a good one. So basically like you build a house and you roam through it, picking up objects and then partway through the game, things kind of switch and the rule book will tell you like one of you is a traitor and the rest of you are basically like being hunted down now. And Uh so then suddenly it becomes like a one versus all game and switches the gameplay um
4: interesting and then
5: you're doing like yeah every time you play it's different because the rule book will tell you like a different storyline each time um and you're basically just like trying not to die running around this creepy house that you slowly built up uh so yeah it's definitely like it's not the same but i would say that it has a lot of similar vibes and people who tend to like clue would also like this game
4: i like that it sounds a little bit more dynamic than clue but it's called betrayal at house on the hill that that almost sounds like a yeah like a cw show Starring Gomez. Yeah, it reminds
5: me of like the the Netflix show, like the Hill House or whatever that one is, which I also yeah. love. So I feel like you know, if you love one of those, you're gonna love the other.
4: That's interesting. Okay, so what about all of our um, amateur generals out there who grew up playing Risk <laughs> with their family on a giant yeah. board that didn't get touched for days? What what's kind of like a a modern spin on Rift on a modern spin on Risk that people can check out?
5: I think one that is kind of similar to Risk is Carcassonne. Um, And I think it has the same elements of risk in that like you're involving or you're um, like kind of managing some players. So you have like a number of people that you put on the board and you're trying to strategically place them around so you can like dominate the territory. Got it. Uh, So I think that's where Carcassonne is similar to risk, but it's not a war game. Um, And it also is a tile laying game. So you're slowly like building out this countryside based on like the French city Carcassonne. Um, it's kind of like a pretty little game you're building. Yeah, it's a lot like happier than Risk. A lot brighter colors, and it's kind of fun. You can like feel some of the work of your opponents. They might be like building this fortress city, and then you can kind of jump in and like take over and steal it and get the points. Um, so it's a lot shorter than Risk. It's like only 30, 45 minutes instead of just a couple hours. Okay. Um, and it definitely is just like more fun. I've never played Risk. If
2: how is it compared to? Monopoly in terms of length and obnoxiousness. That's a good question.
5: So, yeah, they're both very long. Um yeah. I would say risk is it kind of depends because they both vary, but risk is often like it can take a couple hours. And Monopoly also is supposed to take only about two hours, but it can be anywhere from like one to eight hours. It really just depends on who you're playing with and the strategy that they're using. Um but I would say they're both like some of the longer games when you're thinking board games that will steal your whole evening
4: yeah i don't even know i played monopoly so many times i don't even know how you win it's just i feel like you win monopoly just by the other people giving up and saying being like i don't want to play anymore
2: yeah exactly it's just
4: a waiting game i remember it would take days yeah
5: yeah i literally i would like i can recall several times where i would start it like at night and then like put a break in it and pick it up the next morning and be like hey we all need to go to bed like we're tired and Yeah, I think after I turned, like, 12, I decided never doing that again. Like, just too many times of sitting there all day fighting and not fun.
4: The risk is when you leave it out, somebody always sneaks down and fucks with the board. Looking at you, (laughs) Cousin Randy. (laughs) Switch money around. I've actually been, I'm looking up Carcassonne. I've actually been to Carcassonne, and it's, like, on the the Spain-France border. It's, like, a fortress city. It's weird because, like, um, inside of the city, it's, like... It's just a shit ton of tourist traps, like little like chashki oh. shops.
2: What about a board game with with tourist traps, like mouse trap?
4: Ooh, tourist trap the board game. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Like a Rube, that'd be interesting Rube Goldberg style, where you you, you catch the tourists. Well. Mousetrap, the problem with the Mousetrap is, like, you would set it up for, like, an hour. It would take an hour to set up, and then it would take,
5: like, 15 yeah. minutes to play, and then you're just
4: like, I don't want to play it. And then, and then one kid, like, pieces. bumps
5: the, the board, and the thing falls when you don't want it to. And
4: Yeah, and then pe- yeah, people would lose lot. pieces all the time, and then it wouldn't work. <laughs> it's totally a racket. So, Keller, you talked about Monopoly, and I think that is, you know, that's the gold standard of board games, at least in popularity, Not not so much in the hearts and minds of the people, but if somebody is is into monopoly uh kyler what's a more modern board game that they can turn to that's i don't know maybe more exciting
5: (laughs) yeah i mean a lot of them are more exciting i think monopoly was good in that it like set a basis for what a board game can look like and i think a lot of things kind of built off of it Mm -hmm. but it's just like so outdated now it takes so long um and i think one that is pretty new that is Actually, in, in many ways, not at all like Monopoly, but it has enough of the same themes. that I think it's a more fun way for old Monopoly capitalistic people uh, who just really love the money and really love being greedy can get into this game despite it being a different setup is Machi Koro. Um, and it's a Japanese game and it's similar in that you roll dice, you earn money, you buy things. You're kind of like building up the city. Mm-hmm. Um but friends will actually want to play it with you, so that's like a big <laughs> difference with Monopoly. Uh, it's a lot faster paced. Um, it takes only about thirty minutes per round instead of, like we said earlier, you know, two hours, three hours, eighty hours, depending on who you're playing with and if they want to stop the game. Right. Um, and it's a lot different in that it's more card based, so it's not like the traditional board style. Um, but because it's more card based, it's like it's just a little bit more entertaining because things are moving faster and you're not just sitting there like with this one standard setup things are changing and altering um so yeah it's, it's honestly like very different but I think Machi Koro is just a much more modern take on that typical like I want to rule the world kind of mentality that games had
4: yeah and kind of like developing um an era I'm looking at it right now the like the graphics yeah. the animations are really like cutesy and fun
5: yeah, exactly. It's fun, it's happy, it's bright. It's not at all like the old-fashioned style. So um, it truly is, in like every sense, just a more modern type of Monopoly. Um, and I think I think a lot of people who like Monopoly will find that even if this game doesn't sound like their typical style, it's a way to kind of get them to branch out into new types of games and see that um, you don't need to have like that traditional board game set up in order to enjoy a game.
4: That's really cool. I love this. Kind of give me Animal Crossing vibes, too, which I've been playing a lot of recently. Like Yeah, people. it does kind of. Yeah. Um, okay, so bringing it back, I, I don't know if you can think of something that's similar to this one, but Don't Wake Daddy, one of my favorites. <laughs> as a,
5: as a okay.
4: <laughs> Is there a Don't Wake Daddy for um, our new generation of children?
5: Okay, yeah. So I came across the don't wake daddy um trailer recently like that they set out when the board game was released and i feel like everybody needs to like (laughs) yeah i'm like everybody needs to hear that jingle it's like traumatizing and hilarious and i just can't believe that like this is how games used to be I know, um, but so I it's found just a, just a single I dad was... trying to <laughs> trying to take a nap to get some sleep. Yeah. Just you know, he just like wakes up with his Vietnam War like <laughs> flashbacks. Is what the board game <laughs> says. The so wake up screaming, and I'm like, what is this? Like <laughs> such an intense dark spot. Um, but yeah, when I was like looking at Don't Like Daddy recently, remembering uh, that insanity, I found a more new game that i don't think many adults would be playing but if kids want kind of the same vibe uh there's one called greedy granny okay and you try to like take things out of this like grandma's lap while she's sleeping and try not to like nudge her enough to where she wakes up and spits her teeth out at you oh
4: my god look (laughs) Um, at this we pulled it up that's so fun that looks so scary she looks terrifying her eyes i was gonna
5: say uh I wish everyone everyone listening needs to watch the Don't Wake like Daddy trailer and then immediately after watch the Greedy Granny trailer because like Don't Wake like Daddy was definitely the muse. It's the exact same vibe. Um just like totally creepy and strange and I can't believe that either of those games exist.
2: Is there a modern equivalent to life?
5: You're living it. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Um
2: <laughs> I feel like there... maybe life like became uh like The Sims that kind of thing Mm. you know
5: yeah i was gonna yeah actually that's i'm working on i just did like a classic board game story also um different from the one that you brought up will and i was kind of talking about that in like going back to the history of life and Mm -hmm. it really is um kind of like before sims like you can dive into this fake world just with like paper and cardboard and plastic and you can have like a House and kids and yeah. a career and payday and so they really like let you live this little fantasy for a moment, yeah.
2: And get uh, insurance for your beach house because of the hurricanes.
4: <laughs> yeah, put those yeah. little little pins in your car. Get Nuts. your twins Bad to college. That stuff doesn't happen in,
5: in the game. Your of life. beach house okay. gets destroyed by our there's hurricane. like little things, but get this: that uh, life, like the original person who came up with the idea, was Milton Bradley, like the Milton Bradley of the game company okay. um and it was his first game and he came up with it in 1860 and it was called like the Checker game of life and it was kind of a reflection of like morality and depression on a board and it was like there was a space that was like poverty there was a space <laughs> that was like crime that sends you to jail there was a space that was like there was a suicide space but oh it was just insane you land on these things and it was so dark and grim um, and then after he died, it kind of, like, fizzled out. And then a 100 years after he invented it is when um, the modern board game companies, like, took that idea and revamped it into the game of life. So... The Game of Life is not the same as the one he came up with, but it's inspired by, like, Milton Bradley's first attempt at a board game. It was truly just so dark and depressing.
4: That's so interesting. I want to bring back that one with the death and the suicide square. That's that's perfect for uh, yeah. depressed millennials.
5: <laughs> I yeah, I LR. think it really There's a market for it today.
4: <laughs> um, so, Kyler, Keller and I are here isolating by ourselves, um, as we should, you know. Do you have any games yeah. that just two? you know, I, I think a lot of these games sound really great, um, but it does seem like you need more than a few people to play in a lot of instances, maybe besides Greedy Granny. It seems like you can play that by yourself, but um, <laughs> do you have games that you can play just with two people that
5: you would recommend one V one?
2: It's true. Like the downfall of clue is that you need more than two
5: people. Yeah. games you can play with just two of you. Um, I think some of the like really simple ones, if you're not looking to like, get into this whole story and read like a lot of rules
0: mm-hmm.
5: um one of my favorites that i used to like without any time i was bored um is mastermind but so basically you have all these different colored pegs and you'll like set up like a different like a row of different colored pegs yeah and then Miller would have like a certain number of guesses to try to figure out your pattern by like she'd guess just like the four colors you have and then you would tell her, like, which ones are wrong. Then she'd have one, like, if she got any right, she'd have one more turn. She'd have to guess the pattern of pegs. That doesn't make any sense without a visual. Yeah, um, yeah,
4: it's it's tough to wait I definitely remember. I think if people yeah. Google this, this is definitely a game that's been floating around a while. I kind of remember playing this with my brother.
5: Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of in the vein of Guess Who, where it's, like, it's a game that kids can really latch on to, but it's one that's, like, still fun when you're just sitting there bored, and it's like, eh, let's let's narrow these down. It's like that simple process of elimination game. Yeah. Um, So that's like one that I think is just a timeless classic for any age, but there's one that's like a little more involved that I think you guys would enjoy trying out. And that's how to rob a bank. Okay. Um, And it's one that you can play with more people, but you can play it with as few as two. And it only takes like 30 minutes, a little bit more sometimes. Um, And this one has a lot more strategy. It's not just like process of elimination and, Basically, one of you would be a bank robber, and one of you would be a bank, mm. or like the bank guard. Ooh. Um, Some role play. Yeah, and normally it would <laughs> be like kidding. one bank. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Sorry, Kyler. No, no, no. no. <laughs> not, not with me around, not with me around. <laughs> um, but yeah, like one of you would basically just be trying to rob this bank. Often it's like a team game, so if you had three or four people, there'd be a few robbers. Okay. Um, but you can do it with just 1v1, and... There's all sorts of things you can do. You can, like, you try to grab money along the way, get in the escape car, but, like, security guards can move around this little board and, like, tackle you. So you're all just kind of controlling, like, multiple elements of this little game board that looks like a vault. And it's one that you could also have around four bigger groups, so you could buy it for this time where you're, like, bored and isolated, but if you had a group of four people over and you're all, like, sitting back with some beers, it's something that you still could pop out and have fun. So... It's a little more versatile than Mastermind or I Guess Who.
4: I like that. And speaking of that, if you are just sitting around with a like a bunch of people, like drinking, you're at a party. Maybe some people are already buzzed. Maybe they don't want to listen to a bunch of rules. What's a fun game you can break out that has kind of you know an easy learning curve that people can pick up and you can play with a bunch of people?
5: Yeah. Um, okay. I love. This is like my favorite category game. Okay. Um, I mean, I love strategy games too, but I just like love a classic party game. Everyone's arguing and yelling and it's getting intense. Yeah. Um, and I think the best ones for that, first I would say Taboo. Okay, um, played that, which it's fun. I assume you play. I'm like, you better have played this one. <laughs> um, yeah, Taboo, basically like you just have a word and you're trying to get people to say it, but there's a bunch of words you can't say. Um, so you're like trying to think of synonyms and weird ways to describe it. And it gets like, fun and heated and people always think that you cross the line. You have to defend how you didn't say what you weren't supposed to say. And definitely exciting. Um, So taboo is a good one. And I think sometimes I've found, especially if people are drinking taboo is too many instructions for them, which is ridiculous because it's not a hard game. (laughs) But if you want to simplify that even more, um, then you could go with catchphrase, which is pretty similar. And that's where you pass around kind of like hot potato. Um, where you have a word that comes up and you have to get them to say that word, and then you pass it on, and whoever it lands on when the buzzer goes off, that's that fun. team loses the point. Yeah, that's the one that has yeah. the little,
4: like the little, um, the little screen thing that you that you pass around, right?
5: Yeah. Well, you yeah, the original one is green, and the new ones are like I don't know. Then it was red, and now it's black, and it's all electronic.
4: Exactly. It's so that's actually really easy to play. Yeah. There's no setup. You just pass around this disc actually yeah
5: i would say catchphrase is like by far the easiest i know i have it in my tiny apartment with no space because yeah. it truly takes up no space and something you can pull out at any time and it takes 30 seconds to explain the game it's um fun too. and then also guesters which is basically just like organized charades uh, with a timer so if people are bad at thinking of things guesters is a fun one where you put the cards in this little like movie clacker thing and as the timer like counts down the cards will fall and you try to get them to guess it before the card falls. Yeah that's Um, fun. That's a fun one if you are like high energy and people are willing to act things out and move around and get out of their seats for a little bit. If you search for Kyler
4: Alward on the internet plus board games you'll come up with a bunch of hits on Thrillist and you guys should read them for the full list of recommendations. All right Kyler well this was great um thanks so much for schooling us on some board games this afternoon.
5: Yeah, thank you guys. It's fun.
1: Cool. Thanks, Kyler. Bye. Rise above the sea of sameness and shop the Lincoln Corsair at Woodhouse Lincoln, the Omaha Metro's exclusive Lincoln dealer. The Lincoln Corsair has seating for five and integrated technology features that deliver the functionality you need. With an expressive aesthetic and luxurious interior, the Lincoln Corsair is quiet luxury redefined. Visit us in-store off 144th and Giles Road at Woodhouse Place or online at woodhouselincoln.com. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat.
3: Aww. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you know the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov/slash/the/right/seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Get ready to laugh and learn. I am Flaming Road. I am he, she, we. He cash the check. She make the money. We spend it. And along with my co-host Lauren Hogan, Laugh and Learn is a weekly podcast bringing you the latest headlines, keeping you informed, inspired, and entertained. You never know what you're going to hear, especially with my mouth. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: All right, Codenames is a classic board game that's found new life online during the pandemic. There's this great free website, horsepaste.com. That's horse, like the racing animal, and paste, like the uh, preschool glue substitute, uh, they host a free version online that multiple people can log on to, play over FaceTime or Zoom or whatever. It's really fun. So if you don't know, Codenames is a word association game, right? Uh, we're into teams of two. There's a big board with about 25 words on it. Each team has a bunch of their words hidden amongst a larger group. Now, only one member from each team knows all the hidden answers, and it's their job to give a one-word clue each turn to help their teammates find those hidden words. So... You might give the clue milk or dairy if you need your teammates to guess cow, for example. It's that simple. Uh, we played with thriller staffers Alex Robinson and Gabrielle Williot, along with very funny comedians Matt Rogers, Langston Kerman, and Rachel Senat, split into teams of three. It was super fun, but you know, if you've ever played Zoom games, you know things get chaotic, beautiful, a little scary, maybe. It's uh, actually a lot like watching Return to Oz for the first time, I'd say. So we're gonna skip around a little bit. I'm gonna hop in for some quick play-by-play from time to time, but this should give you a sense of what it was like to play with us. A lot of fun. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Would play again. Here's what happened. Now, have you guys ever played uh, code names in real life? Yeah. Okay. Matt, you have. likes and you ever play code games?
0: Uh, code names. I've heard of it. I don't believe that I have.
4: Okay. Rachel, what about
0: you?
6: I don't know it well enough to feel confident. I I actually am. We're kind of like a scale where I haven't heard of it or have played it.
4: This is perfect. It's almost like we set it up that way. (laughs) (laughs) And um, how do you want to split this up? All right. I'm thinking of a number. Does anyone have a guess between one and a thousand? Five. Okay. You're on my team. It was five.
0: We're the blue team. You're the blue blue team? team. Okay. then We're going to be the mostly white blood. Okay,
4: <laughs> perfect. <laughs> All right, mostly white bloods. I guess we're up first. Um, I'm spy master. Okay, so see these words. Mm. Um,
0: take your time. It sounds great on audio.
4: Ha- <laughs> Halloween two two. Yeah. So two two words that have to do with Halloween. Yeah. Well, I, feel I was like pumpkin is a is a go to.
6: Yeah, I was gonna say that as well. Um, I I think that I feel really comfortable on that. And then I was gonna say I don't know if this is kind of crazy to say, but I was an angel for Halloween. So yeah. for me, I see the word angel and I'm kind of like Halloween. The other the other ones I see are that I think could be possible are Psy. Angel tooth hook, and okay. it may be disease because that's like a little
0: disease,
6: you know. um
0: I it. Thank you, Matt.
6: It's sort of scary. So those, <laughs> and randomly, it relates to real life right now. Queen.
0: Uh-huh. Um, well, just to recap, you guys got one. You just got pumpkin. Yeah. Tooth was just a word. It's not a red or blue word. So we're okay. Uh, we're doing fine. Yeah. They, okay. No, okay. Not not a minefield, but not right. Not okay. Going, but we're okay. Correct. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. And by the way, our team name is the Cougars. Okay.
6: Oh, yeah. Which is what <laughs> I'm going to be
0: soon. Cougar. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ding two. Ding. ding. You ding a bell for sure. Okay. So there's one and a ding is a sound racket there is racket that ring there's a ring okay so there's sound and ring and bell Alex how many of these feel like ding to me and I feel like to be honest with you he probably should have said three (laughs) but
6: Unless, (laughs) unless the other team has one of those words
0: Right, and in which case he probably should have said a different word. And I, uh, this, is, this is how I
4: play. This, this is literally how I play. So Matt is definitely the best out of all of us at Codenames, and we're all playing catch-up. Uh, his team is taking the lead, so we need to do better. I personally need to do better. Okay. Shut up! <laughs> uh, <laughs> mostly white bloods. Uh, occupa- sure. Occupation... Three.
6: Oh, okay. I do see conductor.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Five. Yes.
6: And what is the third? Uh, um.
0: I mean, space has occupations related to it.
6: Yeah. Uh, wait, wait. The word is occupation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said it literally two seconds ago. I, he said it had dropped out of my mind. Um, okay. Spy, conductor, space. What about novel? That's like an author. Sure. Occupation. Then we have two. I feel I feel good on conductor and spy, right? Because those are like
0: jobs.
4: Yeah.
6: Right? Worry. I sounds really smart.
4: Okay. So my team did pretty well that round. But now the Cougars are up again, ready to strike back.
0: Come on, babe. You got this, right? Um, um,
6: you should have been thinking when they were going,
0: yeah. I have to say, I think this is gonna bode very well for us because I think sound is definitely one
6: that's
0: good for us. So, I hope that if he, yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> you guys are very shady in a way that, just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you cheated. I, no, I, I know he can read my mind, I know he can read my mind. <laughs> Uh, circular, three. Circular, three. I think that, let's walk through it all. Space, not circular. No. Net, not not, not
6: necessarily. No. Yeah.
0: Disease, no. Iron, no. Bark is not circular. A berry.
6: Berry?
0: Uh... I'm least comfortable with that. I, w- I would even do sound before we did <laughs> berry. <'cause I laughs> yeah, think we no, it's not color. berry. Um, Shark is not circular. Honey is not circular. I think that get
6: three for a nut.
0: I feel most comfortable at this time hitting round. If you feel like we can hit round, oh yeah,
6: let's hit round. Although I just thought nut can mean testicle, which is round.
4: That is true. Gab is correct. Nuts can mean testicles, which are round, kind of. I guess. I don't know. But anyway, my team still needs to catch up, so I think I need to keep it simple and make sure that they avoid that black card, the eight ball, the word that will end the game immediately. That would suck. Trying to see if there's like something. Okay, uh, animals, two.
6: Okay, well, definitely a shark is an animal, right? And a scorpion, right?
0: Those feel very straightforward, and we can't fuck this up.
4: Don't overextend your hand, though.
0: Try to get two and avoid that black one,
4: mm-hmm. the, yeah. the, the, the killer spot.
0: Wow, really ugly phrase to say. <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
4: the game is the game. <laughs> All right, Matt, Al, and Gab win that round. Uh, we never caught up, but we are back at it again, and we're switching up the spy masters. Hopefully that helps my team, because I did not do a good job the first time. Yeah, good job. That was a tough one. It was a tough one. It's a, game. It's a cutthroat yeah. game. Glad no one better hook. You were close to hook. Um, we can move to the next game. All right,
6: Matt, do you want to be spy master?
4: I would actually love to be spy master. There Matt. you go. So I just click the spy
0: master.
4: <laughs> <game>. <laughs> new spy master, new game, fresh slate. It's all happening.
0: Alright. Um. Hmm. Let's go with uh Damn, that's tough. Okay.
4: Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Heavy is the crown of the spy master. I don't like it. I know. Let's go with uh, uh, dying. Oh.
6: <laughs> dying.
4: Okay. Yes. Relevant. Two. Dying too
6: Dying two.
4: Well, the leprechaun has been known to murder people in films. Uh, people... Well,
6: ground. Let ground. I think of going into the ground. Um. There's also crash. Plane crashes, and then you die. Smugglers. And then also,
4: dangerous business.
6: Uh, also, life is kind of like well, related to death because it's the opposite. Um,
4: Nails and coffins. I'm... I think most of these Ugh. are related to to dying.
6: uh, okay awesome um batteries
4: batteries die that might be it
6: oh batteries die i feel good with life ground battery crash
4: no no leprechaun no that's probably not
6: no i don't think anyone i don't you i've never heard of that before i think i feel good about uh, ground. You go in the ground.
4: Okay. Normally. No, yeah, neutral. Okay. Oh. That's okay. That's all right.
6: Okay. All right.
0: Okay.
4: Yep. We, we figured some things out.
0: Sugars, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. are you ready, Coug? Let's do it. Let's do this.
4: All right, so we figured some stuff out. We didn't figure everything out, and now it's Matt's team's turn again.
0: Okay. I'm gonna say Frozen two ice ice for sure i'm gonna lock it in
6: sweet, okay
0: like fast and loose now we needed that one spike
6: like an icicle
0: i mean something like it also could be gold like ice oh. or like, yes, okay. the, the word was frozen though wow. oh wait frozen <laughs> my bad oh shit. Yeah, it's
6: yeah. important yeah. you yeah.
4: remember the word <laughs> That people give you. <laughs> forest? The, like, no, one, no one wants, no one's going to want me on their team ever again.
6: <laughs> Is there a forest in the movie Frozen? I've never seen
0: it. Uh, I believe so, yeah. I, I haven't seen it either, but just from being <laughs> a citizen of pop culture, it's
4: on There's, Disney. You know, else, Disney forest. Plus, if you want to check it out. It really it could be Forest. There was a forest in the movie Frozen, I think.
6: Could be Forest. But we know fun.
0: Didn't they live in the forest?
6: I've never seen it. It
0: was I don't Elsa it and Anna. I swear to God, I haven't seen it either. Well, just... Elsa and Anna lived in a forest, and then there was like a witch, and she froze everything. There's, no... Or that uh, is my
4: understanding. There's no witch. Okay, thanks very much to Al and Gab's confusion. We take an early lead. Vault.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. Two. Okay. Two. Gotta be gold.
6: Gold. Key.
4: I think so, right?
6: It it almost feels too perfect. I know,
4: I, I know. I,
6: I think so. The only other thing I would say, well... Leprechaun. Smuggler. Right. Millionaire leprechaun. Gold, I think, is the, like... <laughs> smuggler,
4: go-to. millionaire leprechaun. That's a great job description.
6: That's... <laughs> <laughs> <a right. laughs> um, I think gold is... I feel good about gold. Me
4: too. Let's lock that one in. Nice. I keys good like
6: a vault I the vault does have a key but also a millionaire has a vault
4: yeah smugglers Um, do do vaults have keys or do they have um spinny locks
0: am I allowed to respond to
4: that yes alright despite some differing opinions on how vaults work uh, my team is still ahead and the blue team the cougars are getting desperate here's what happened
0: This is very hard. (laughs) All right, Matt. Think about how me and Gabrielle think. We're completely different. You're constantly surprising me there. Drugs, too. All right. For sure, smuggler.
6: Okay.
0: Drug smuggler?
6: Yeah. Lock that in.
0: All right. Millionaire or limousine? No, leprechauns don't peddle drugs, as far as I know.
4: In Irish lore. Why don't you think about that, Matt? Really quickly, while they're thinking, you want to talk about anything you're working on right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah,
0: you can stream all eight episodes of Game Show on Quibi now, and it features Langston Kerman, and um, it's we take two straight men, boo. And put them head to head to see which one of them will be named honorarily gay as fuck and Rain as Queen of the Straits. Super fun, really short. All the shows on Quibi are super short. And there's a ninety day free trial right now, so you know hey. Okay. Um and we have really great people like Langston and um Trixie Mattel and Bob the Drag Queen, Jill Kimbooster, Bowen Yang, Nicole Bayer, cetera. All the greats.
4: That's fun. Quibi's fun. Yeah, Rachel.
6: Um I you know what I have a I have a, a stand up set coming out on comedy central next tuesday That's oh
0: cool yeah
6: expecting. um yes and then eventually i have a digital series coming out on comedy central as well that i wrote and made with my friend iowa debris
3: um
6: she's not on this live or this game but
0: thinking of her in spirit well, out. <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah yeah what is humor in <laughs>
4: <laughs> and like saying uh before you give your clue uh what are you working on these days
0: uh, I you can watch uh every Tuesday on uh Bless This Mess on ABC. You yeah. uh, and I'm in the middle of finish or we just finished rather the writing of Southside season two. I um, mean, awesome. wherever to shoot again, you can watch that on Comedy Central or watch season one because it's dope. <laughs> yeah.
4: Cool, lovely. Alex and Gab, if we work together, I know, I know what you're working on. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my team has one more word left and if we get it, we wins. I think you know what happens here.
0: Am I allowed to do one?
4: Yes. Yeah. 100%. I am. Okay. Uh
0: okay. One or I I'll start with the word because mm-hmm. it's tradition. <laughs> uh okay. Uh
6: rich 1 rich 1 um wait is is millionaire not done yet no then It's millionaire right but there's it's also mil-
4: limousine oh, and leprechaun and i i hate to keep harping on leprechaun but they do have in lore pots pet. of gold <laughs> they do <laughs> i'm just saying it's got to be millionaire though right
6: i think it's millionaire is the most like it's like Oh. If it's not a millionaire, then it's like, come on. Why did you say that word? Okay. What's the word again? Rich, right?
4: Yeah.
0: Well,
4: mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Okay. Right. I think it's a millionaire. Well, let's yeah. let's
4: click it. And you even split. That was good. Everyone walked away a winner. Some people less so. I forgot to hit record anyway at the beginning. So, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, this was great. Thank you guys so much for, you know, spending your night with us. This was fun. That was fun. Thank
6: that you. That was so, guys. so fun. Yeah. It fun. Yeah, this
4: Thanks was guys. great. You yeah. should all come back time? on sometime. What's up? Yeah, we love. I love Name.
1: Rise above the sea of sameness and shop the Lincoln Corsair at Woodhouse Lincoln, the Omaha Metro's exclusive Lincoln dealer. The Lincoln Corsair has seating for five and integrated technology features that deliver the functionality you need. With an expressive aesthetic and luxurious interior, the Lincoln Corsair is quiet luxury, redefined. Visit us in-store off 144th and Giles Road at Woodhouse Place or online at woodhouselincoln.com.
3: Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you know the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Get ready to laugh and learn. I am Flaming Road. I am he, she, we. He cashed a check, she make the money, we spend it. And along with my co-host, Lauren Hogan, Laugh and Learn is a weekly podcast bringing you the latest headlines, keeping you informed, inspired, and entertained. You never know what you're going to hear, especially with my mouth. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: All right, I hope you check out some of those board games that Kyler recommended. And hop on Zoom to play Codenames with your friends and family. That's super fun. Uh, I want to thank producer Mia Fask from Thrillist. Jim D'Amico and Megan Kirsch from Group 9, Brett Kushner and Emily Feld from iHeartRadio, Mangesh Hatakudor, and a big, big thanks to Dan Byrne who edited and mixed this episode and listened to our Zoom call way more than anyone should, more than we did. So thanks, Dan, and thanks everyone for listening. Hope you have some fun in these trying times, and we hope to see you again next week. All right, bye. Thanks. What
3: are you doing out
1: Rise above the sea of sameness and shop the Lincoln Corsair at Woodhouse Lincoln, the Omaha Metro's exclusive Lincoln dealer. The Lincoln Corsair has seating for five and integrated technology features that deliver the functionality you need. With an expressive aesthetic and luxurious interior, the Lincoln Corsair is quiet luxury, redefined. Visit us in-store off 144th and Giles Road at Woodhouse Place or online at woodhouselincoln.com. hey, guys. We're Black at it again on the Black Effect Podcast Network.
6: This is Tam Bam and AJ from We Talk Back
1: Podcast. Y'all tune in every Thursday. Yep, iHeartRadio app is number one for podcasts. But look, don't take our word for it. Find We Talk Back Podcast on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: So speak now and never hold your peace.
5: Millions of people have been diagnosed with autism.
1: First came Donald T. in 1943. At the time, autism wasn't even a word that I'm aware of. And we found him seven decades later in Forest, Mississippi. I'm Karen Zucker.
5: And I'm John Donvan. Join us to learn more about Donald's remarkable life.
1: The community that embraced him.
5: And a diagnosis that changed history. Listen to Autism's First Child starting April 14th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows.